Please sit comfortably. So good evening everyone online and everyone in the room. Good to have so many more um, people in the, in the room again. It's starting to feel like normal. What I'd like to talk about briefly um, tonight, um, you've all probably heard the term somewhere along the line of spiritual bypassing. Yeah? The familiar term? Yeah? Um, it's actually, as my understanding is, it was a, a term which was coined by um, John Wellwood, um, who is a, a Buddhist-based psychologist. He, he'd, he died um, recently, um, but he, he um, had a lot of influence on me in terms of reading his books. And what uh, John meant by a, a spiritual bypass is that so many, at least in our culture, Western people um, took up Zen practice, Tibetan practice, whatever. And through meditation and other type of practices, um, you can develop deep samadhi states of mind and you can have um, insightful experiences of spaciousness and so on and calmness. And, uh, but one of the traps in that is that um, we create the, we cultivate those states of mind like the calmness and so on. Um, and by doing so, we're, without realising we're kind of attached to them and identified with them and we're bypassing a lot of the psychological work that we need to do which may be stuff left over from our childhood or our relationships <coughs> or patterns or whatever. And we can use Dharma practice to very conveniently escape from all of that into a state of calm and not really deal with it. And um, perhaps it's more obvious in the people um, that we practice with sometimes rather than ourselves, but it's useful to look at whether we do that ourselves. But often like being in a, in a sangha, when I think back to Hawaii, there was people who seemed to, from a, a Zen perspective, to be well regarded and had certain experiences or whatever. Um, but their lives were still in a mess, you know. And and when Zen was, you know, fresh to the US and here, you know, we we're all so enthused about it, and and it was a, a great relief to be able to get outside of psychological thinking and feelings and thoughts and so on had this different experience. But as John Wellwood very clearly pointed out, there, there is a bypassing process that can happen with this where you just ignore certain behaviours or patterns, you know, that actually require going back and doing some kind of psychological work to deal with them. Um, but there's a... there's traps everywhere in this. Um, if we go back to some basic Buddhist psychology, um, greed, hatred and ignorance is often translated these days as um, grasping and aversion and ignorance. Or I've made up a, a 3A version, so I remember it easily, of attachment, aversion and apathy. Um, or John uses the term um, aversion um, and, uh, and grasping and desensitising. 
they're all synonyms for the same same kind of experiences and when we're spiritually bypassing what we're doing and it's an avoidance mechanism I'll just go to these calm clear spaces and um, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have and I've got an aversion to any negative emotional experience I might have like anger or pain or fear or sadness or shame or whatever I can just put that all aside and concentrate and it, and it all all will go and you can do it I mean I can do that I've done that um, it's possible to do it but it all then crowds, comes crowding back and it's kind of left it's left left um, unprocessed so when we do that when we do spiritual bypassing it's an avoidance mechanism at work now um, as well there's people who do psychological work on themselves um, and in therapy and may do therapy for years and years and they're working on themselves but there is another problem can come in that and I see it all the time in in my own work well I well I I really try to avoid working this way with people but there's a lot of psychologically minded people who are not doing avoidance what they're doing is grasping and fixating and they become so preoccupied with their feelings and go down various different psychological rabbit holes trying to work out this and that from their past and archetypes whatever it might be that they end up being, it's a, it's a grasping fixation on their psychological states of mind. And that's equally problematic. Mm -hmm. So one is an avoidance mechanism and the other is a grasping fixating mechanism as well. And the third one is, um, which is, you know, a, a kind of apathy um, desensitising, is just to numb yourself out to feelings. You know, um, and you don't necessarily do that through drugs and alcohol, although that's a very effective way of doing it. But you can simply numb them out through working too hard, playing too hard, doing too much, um, doing too many kind of trivial pursuits like watching television or being on a computer too long. Um, all of those things are sort of diversionary experiences that will numb out your feelings. So. What is important in a, a wholesome practice, obviously, is we're not doing any of those things. You know, we're not, we're, we're not spiritually bypassing, we're, being, um, we're, we're, we're giving ourselves permission to fully experience our emotions um, without becoming preoccupied with them, right? And by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable to experience rather than shutting it all down. Um, human beings, when you, when you think of human beings as an animal, um, we, we walk upright, you know, and uh, we look out on the world and we look up too into something more aspiring. And What's important as a kind of antidote to avoidance and spiritual bypassing is to practice in an embodied way. That you, you come back and ex fully inhabit your body, right, through your life. And if you do that, it's very hard to avoid what you're actually feeling. Um, and if you're 
caught in being fixated and preoccupied on um, psychological states of mind, um, it's very important then that you're actually practicing letting go. Right? Let things come. Yes, you, you don't have any control really over how feelings come, they just arise. Right? And if you don't feed them, they will go again. You know? And that's ideally the best we can do. They come and they go without being preoccupied. So letting go is really the key antidote to that. And as a human being, we're upright. And this is our, through our face and our throat and our heart and our belly, it's all, all, our, it's all of our kind of soft underbelly. That's where we feel things. We don't feel things so much through our back. It's through here, where the, the, the softness and vulnerability is. So it's very important um, as we go through life and present through life that this is open. Right? It's like the, the chest is open. It's like the, there's an openness to be vulnerable to life. Because if we, if we shut that down and we put a lot of armour around it, it'll simply numb our feelings out. So they're the three things that where we can get, get stuck, spiritual bypassing, psychological preoccupation, or just insensitivity to experience. And, and it's important to identify whether we get stuck in each of those different areas and either work towards being embodied, feeling experiences, and not getting fixated on them at the same time, but to experience that, that letting go that occurs. And if we, we practice with all of that, um, then we end up with a kind of uh, a holistic practice. Right? If we just focus on getting finer, more refined states of mind and so on, there's so much that we, we, we don't really grow. Um, if I think back when I was involved in um, yoga practice and yoga meditation before I took up Zen. Um, looking back then, there, there was a lot of uh, bypassing going on at that time. And, uh, and yet somehow I knew it was as well because it wasn't working in my life. I could get these really blissful experiences, but they could just be devastated, you know, very easily. So I knew something was not quite right. And it was through Zen practice where I was really practicing embodiment um, that something really, really solid in my practice started to take off. So it's important to recognise where you might be stuck there and what you might need to shift in order to have a fuller, more holistic um, approach to practice and to life.